Good evening, everybody. We have a interesting kind of bonus episode. It's going to be pretty short. Um, so we're probably going to label it as like 23 and a half or something like that. Uh, but basically, we threw it together in the last few minutes. And we have Dr. Boogaloo here, Empress of Meme, myself, and Trigiconch now, who was formerly Trigiconfucius. Um, he recently got zucked. So if you're listening, you should probably go check him out and give his new account a follow. Uh, but yeah, so this is the first bonus episode, which means it's our first episode. So now I'm going to hand it off to Empress of Meme, and then she's going to do all the work. We brought Dr. Boogaloo and Trijikhan John for a special bonus episode to talk about the situation in Virginia. Uh, Dr. Boogaloo is going to tell us what a 2A sanctuary is, and then we're going to play Trigi's speech at the Faulkner. How do you say it? Fakir. Fakir City Council meeting. Afterwards, he's going to tell you how you can pass a similar resolution in your city. So, Dr. Boogaloo, do you want to tell us what a 2A sanctuary is? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) So, a Second Amendment sanctuary, it doesn't hold... um, really all that much power in terms of, of law or teeth, essentially. It's just adopted by some jurisdictions. Um, many states in the U.S. already have it, but Virginia is very new to it. So it basically says that a 2A sanctuary is not going to expend resources that, um, that would enforce certain pieces of gun control. Um, mainly they oppose universal gun background checks, um, <clears throat> high cap mag bans, assault weapon bans, red flag laws, all that sort of stuff. It's not so much um, a law that says they can't. It's saying that they will oppose it and they will fight back against it if these laws um, are attempted to be uh, enforced by law enforcement or any other uh, state body or federal body. Has every county in Virginia adopted one of these yet? No, so there are, I believe, 123 counties in Virginia, and only 95 of those have governing bodies. So of the 95 counties that have a governing body, there are, I believe, 74 Second Amendment sanctuaries. So that number has gotten from 0 to 74 very quickly. It's only been about three and a half weeks since uh, Board of Supervisors started meeting and um taking these Second Amendment sanctuary proposals into a vote. So we're at 74 right now. Um, There are several more meetings um, this week. And then uh, mid to late January, there's another set of Board of Supervisors meetings across Virginia. And I'm sure we're going to see some counties that rejected the Second Amendment sanctuary status um, adopt it with the new board members that are coming on across Virginia. Uh, we're at 93. Now. We're at ni- 93? As of this morning on the VCDO website, 93. What the fuck? Yeah, it's a pretty one-colored I posted, map. I posted the current map. Uh, today. Oh, my God. It's pretty much the entire state. So I'm looking at Wikipedia's map. And it's... <clears throat> That's insane. Yeah, pretty much the entire state is covered at this point, except for a few spots. Yeah, my fucking county and the county next to me. Yeah, my county isn't filled in yet either since we're re-voting on it since there's didn't um, 
Yeah, you didn't like the writing, didn't you? Yeah, none of us, literally every single person was like, no, this was bullshit. Write a real one. So that's what they're doing. What was wrong with the writing? It it didn't, it wasn't, it was just... It was pretty lit dick. Yeah, there was no testicular fortitude in what they wrote. Because they're like, oh, well, uh, I'm not sure we can do it a sanctuary. Like, no, 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 no. This is what we're saying. We're your constituents. Fucking fix it. Shit, yeah. (laughs) Dope. Okay, so we're going to play your speech and then afterwards react to it. So here's the speech. Good evening. My name is Thomas Bennett, and uh, I'm from Ms. McDaniel's district uh, up in Marshall. And I appreciate you all taking the time to hear us out today. Um, now about three miles down the road from me once lived a man far smarter than us, who's the namesake of John Marshall. He fought in the Continental Army, he served in the Virginia House of Delegates, and played a key role in the ratification of our beloved Constitution. Um, in, his, in his review of Marbury vs. Madison, he said, the particular phraseology of the Constitution of the United States confirms and strengthens the principle, supposed to be essential to all written constitutions, that a law repugnant to the Constitution is void and that the courts, as well as other departments, are bound by that instrument. This instrument is what you swore an oath to uphold. Now, the legislature in Richmond wants to trample all over that Constitution that a Fauquier County native fought tooth and nail to ratify. Do you believe he would have worked tirelessly to institute the cornerstone of our republic if he didn't wholeheartedly believe in it with every fiber of his being? Now they say the pen is mightier than the sword, but frankly, ladies and gentlemen, that's just not true. The pen can be powerful on its own, but it's at its mightiest only when the sword is there to back it up. The founders knew this, and that's exactly why freedom of speech, freedom of the press, freedom of the pen came first. But right behind it is the people's uninfringed right to bear arms. In recent weeks, I have heard quite a bit of talk from legislators and leaders, a term I use very loosely, in Richmond. These leaders have threatened to cut off state money to local jurisdictions and counties to approve these resolutions. For some, this is a scary proposition. Let me ask you this. Which is more important? A few more roads getting a fresh coat of asphalt? Or our rights as a human being, our constitutional rights? Are you willing to sell out our constitution for asphalt? There's something that needs to be understood by all parties. Our constitutional rights are not bargaining chips. Our constitutional rights cannot be bought or sold. I'm going to be honest with you. If our rights are used as negotiation tactics, you're bargaining whether we as Americans will break out our feathers or not. <clears throat> as I've stated to many people before, if these laws are passed and we are turned into felons overnight because of something we spend our hard-earned money on to protect ourselves and our families with, I will be honored to be a criminal. Just as the founding fathers were viewed as criminals in the eyes of King George. I genuinely believe that this is a sentiment shared by the Patriots sitting behind me today and the Patriots outside, numbering well over 2,000 at this point. <clears throat> the last thing we want is violence. I loathe, I abhor violence. But when push comes to shove and people are kicking in my door to take my property, to shoot my family, to kill my dog, you better believe that I will absolutely defend my home from invaders that wish me harm and want to trample my rights. A good friend of mine said Virginia was the birthplace of American freedom. Virginia, Virginia Thomas Jefferson was the key drafter of the Declaration of Independence. 
James Madison, another, in, another Virginian, is regarded as the father of the Constitution. Our liberty was born here, and I refuse to let it die here. I absolutely refuse. Virginians are fighters. Our flag clearly states six separate tyrants. And for those who don't know, here's a quick Wikipedia definition. <clears throat> six separate tyrants is a Latin phrase meaning thus always to tyrants. It suggests bad outcomes will or should befall tyrants. This is what's to come if our rights are not respected. If you don't believe me, I advise you to stop and take a look at our state. Virginians are showing up in droves to their county meetings to pass these resolutions and ordinances, to tell Richmond what, where they can shove their infringement-based legislature. I have been to nearly a dozen of these meetings over the past few weeks. <clears throat> Personally, and can tell you that the state is at one point. Virginians are angry, myself included. This is why I implore you to pass this resolution. Legislators need to be sent a message to seriously reconsider the position they're putting this state in. As for everyone behind me, this is only part one of that message. We need to come together as a community and as a state of gun owners. Start networking with like-minded men and women in this room to count on each other to help combat these laws and join myself and thousands of other gun owners on the Capitol steps in Richmond on January 20th for the VCDL Lobby Day. It's a gun rights protest that is going to dwarf all other gun rights protests before it. I've seen projections as high as 50,000 people will be on these steps. Well, not on the steps because they can't fit 50,000 people, but they'll be there. <clears throat> if you have any questions, I'll be here. Uh, Richmond has heard us. They've, they began to awake a sleeping dragon in Virginia. They hold the state's future in, in their hands, and I plead with them and with you to make the right choice. These are your constituents, and they've made their voice heard. Please pass a resolution with spine. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Wow. Um, I feel like aside from some modern colloquialisms, we could have been right there at the, uh, like, listening to somebody from around the founding father era, yell at a bunch of fucking British tyrants. So that was dope. That was really impressive. Yeah, that was a loved every minute of it. Yeah, you you did such a good job, babe. Wow, I'm so proud of you. Hearing the older people in the audience cheer for you, that was like surprising. Like you expect that on Instagram, where it's like everybody's. Like, yeah, there's such a, it's so swayed. Like, everybody thinks boomers are all fuds, and a lot of them are. There's a reason that, like, this stereotype exists. A lot of them are, but, like, it just goes to show that there are people, just like, um, just like Maj, Maj talks about all the time, like, how uh, the African American communities are, like, usually more inclined to give up these rights or to like vote rights away. And he's like, we need to arm black neighborhoods again. And like, we need to take our rights back and everything because he is much more of a minority within his own culture than like, it's, it's more regular for like older people to be okay with more gun control and for like minority cultures to be more okay with gun control and stuff like that. This is confusing, but basically my point is that like there are people from every 
group and from like different walks of life from every subculture and every race and every age group that still understand what right means you know i mean there are people like us who grew old and they still hold those those values near and dear to them like when we're you know all we're still gonna be very intense about this stuff definitely so i mean it's and it takes guts because like us you know like we're all young and we don't give a shit but like i mean when you're so much more alone like when you're when it's so few and far between that you meet somebody of your like your own station in life you know like like from the same neighborhood basically that agrees with you it gets harder and harder for you know the the older you get or you know depending on like different race profile race profiles and stuff like that so that's dope proud of you Trigy. proud of all the old bastards that Walked out of the nursing home for a few hours. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to give a quick update on what you guys have coming up? And then we will end it there. And I will patch in your explanation on how to pass a resolution of your own. Doc, why don't you start? Okay. So um, recently we had the Board of Supervisors protest in Chesterfield County, Virginia. <clears throat> and... That was a huge success. That was a much bigger than success than I believed it was going to be. Uh, me and a few other organizers, we kind of threw everything together at the last minute. We got a speaker system for people to talk. Um, got some lights, flags, and whatnot. And we were we were hoping for, you know, a thousand people. I thought that was going to be the kind of tops we were going to get. But I mean, we got probably a little bit over two thousand people to show up. I mean, that entire courtyard was completely packed. There was not an inch of grass that wasn't taken up by a body. Um, it was great. We had a lot of good speakers up. Um, we had a uh, state senator come out and support us. And then we had um, people inside the Board of Supervisors meeting who didn't get to speak. They were able to speak outside with us. And even some of the people who spoke and got cut off short, um, those people came outside and they finished their speech with us. So the next big thing is... Um, the Richmond rally at the uh, Capitol steps. I mean, that's going to be enormous. We're seeing projections of 50,000 or more people for that. And that is January 20th. And then after that, Chesterfield has their next board of supervisors meeting, which will be January 22nd at 6 PM. So we're hoping to get an even bigger show out there and uh, really pack, you know, the entire surrounding area of the board of supervisors meeting so that we can hopefully push the new board of supervisors to the point where they will at least vote on a second amendment sanctuary adoption. Have anything to add to that, Trigy? Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, Doc pretty pretty much hit the head with the rally. I mean, we got um, on January 20th is the main, is the next big thing that's coming up. Um, there might be a few protests before then in certain localities up here um, in or Northern Virginia. I know Loudoun County um, is refusing to hear about a Second Amendment sanctuary, and they just had some random thing where they voted and shut it down. So I believe that they're going to plan a Chesterfield-esque protest up here. Um, my um, my county's revision meeting on our sanctuary uh, resolution is going to be on December twenty third. So we had last night we had twenty five hundred to three thousand people show up in Fauquier County. Um, 
and I'm hoping we can get the same amount of people there. This one, we had over 100 speakers at, at this one as well. Um, there is another big Fairfax County meeting on the 17th, I believe. Yeah, on the 17th, um, where they actually do have a resolution that they're going to be voting on. Um, so we'll see if the NRA shows up to this one this time, because it is seven minutes from their headquarters. And then, uh, yeah, the rally and the pre-party for the rally. That's the NRA before. is big gay. The NRA is the biggest gay, the absolute biggest gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Have they really said anything about all of this? Not until no. uh, it was literally not until I posted something on my account where I was like, they didn't even show up, and they're seven minutes from where this meeting was, and they weren't even there. And then an hour after, they that, probably fucking support it. Probably because that means they'll sell more guns because they, they probably co-sponsored this shit. They'll get a lot of donations. Mm-hmm. You posted but, something and then they reacted yeah. or what? Yeah, about um, I posted something because nobody really talked about it. And then so I posted, I was like, I was at the Fairfax County meeting and I posted a picture of um, just like Google Maps on how far their, their HQ is from where the meeting was. And it was seven minutes. And I posted, I said they were seven minutes away and they didn't even show up. They did show up because I, I tagged them and I tagged Willie Lee, who is the who's one of the board members. Um, and he's uh, he's also an asshole, but he's also in charge of um, outreach. He's like in charge of their public relations. Mm. And uh, so I tagged those two. And within an hour, they posted something about it. And it was, it was just some like toast fucking thing that didn't say they supported it or against it. It was just like. Gun control laws cause these sanctuary counties. Like, well, yeah, no shit. That's literally all it said. <laughs> wow. So, he stated a fact. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was, there was nothing of value added by what they said. Meanwhile, Eric Pratt, the president of GOA, um, Governors of America, he was at the Fairfax County meeting, not even as a representative of Governors of America. He was there as a citizen. He didn't speak. He didn't do anything. He just came and stood with us. Side like side by side with us while the other speakers spoke, and I I thought that was incredible because it shows that he's not just there as like a political move. He's not just there to you know be like, look, I'm GOA and I showed up. He just he came as a concerned citizen because it's his county. He lives there. He lives in Springfield, and he showed up just as a regular person. Incredible. Yeah, I mean the guy is the guy is amazing. Like he he's the equivalent of Wayne Lapierre for. Gunners America, except he actually does things. He doesn't get a ridiculous salary. He's a genuine person who actually cares about the cause. And like for a while, it wasn't even his full time job as president. He was a school, and then he finally stopped being a school teacher so he could take this on as a full time job. So he showed up, but the NRA was nowhere to be. So that being said, there is no Fairfax County meeting the coming week. We're going to see if they're going to be there. Um, I'm sure Eric Pratt will be there. And um, as well as, uh, I believe, Clark County, Virginia, is also on the 17th. Um, I was originally planning on going to that one, but I I think I have to go to the Fairfax one instead just because of, um, not that Fairfax is more important than Clark County, but it's going to be more of a battleground than Clark County. So I feel like I should be at that one. <clears throat> and um, yeah, then the, the rally's coming up. Pre-party for the rally. You can ask Hangman for Freedom all about that. He has all the information on that. That's kind of his 
he's planning that. And then look for me on uh, on Fadcast because I'll be on there pretty soon. We're uh, we're working out the details right now. So, nice. yeah. If that's everything, I'm going to go ahead and play the clip. How people can um, pass a similar resolution for the Second Amendment Sanctuary City in their areas. And um, what am I linking in the description? Um, the uh, resolution template, a Second Amendment resolution county template. So you like it's a just copy and paste like this you put your county name in it and it's you can use this as a resolution for your county awesome that's helpful thanks everybody for tuning in we will catch you next time hey guys it's the trigiconch formerly known as trigic continued formerly known as trigicon carne formerly known as trigic confucius so i've gotten a lot of questions about what each and every one of you can do to get this sanctuary movement into your city, into your county, into your state. So I just wanted to do a little breakdown of usually what's necessary to get a resolution passed in local government um, in the majority of most localities. So the first step is you start by talking to your community and as well as your state advocacy groups like in here in Virginia is the Virginia Citizens Defense League. Some states don't have very large organized ones, but you may, so it's a good place to start. You go to gun stores, gun shops, and let them know that no state is immune from this infringement and you should act preemptively to nullify anything that may come down the pipeline. Next, you get a petition going, an online one and an in-person one. To prove to your reps that the constituents want what you're talking about. They want a resolution. The more signatures you have, the better. You can do it online or in person, or both is usually the best option. Next, to go to your locality's website and find out when their council or board of supervisors meets. Here you can find meeting times, locations, meeting agendas, district maps, and supervisor contact information. Don't be afraid to contact them and see how they stand on the issue because you may have like-minded people running your locality without you even knowing it. Find a meeting date and prepare. Most Board of Supervisor meetings have dedicated citizen time where any citizen can come in and express concerns or comments. You use this time to express your desire to become a sanctuary or have an ordinance passed. You want to drum up support for this. Share it on social media. Get people there to talk during the citizen time besides yourself. Bring the petition that you have to prove the resolution is desired by the constituents. You also want to have some people there in person that also talk to say they support this resolution. For this, you also definitely want to have a sample resolution on standby for, you know, a copy for each of the board of supervisors or council members um, in your council. A great one can be found in the show notes for this episode, as well as if you just simply look up VCDL, as in Virginia Citizens Defense League, VCDL Sanctuary Resolution Template in the search engine of your choice. You can find it there. You can print out enough copies for everyone involved. Now, the next step is just bother your supervisors until they agree to vote 
on this resolution and continue to spread the word. When it becomes an agenda item, an unlimited number of people can speak on it during the public comment portion of the agenda. Pack the house. Get as many people there as you can. Share the event on social media, word of mouth, at your local gun stores, at gun shops, ranges, what have you. Get as many possible people in there to speak as you can. Then the next part is the part that's not necessarily in your control. It's their vote. But I encourage you to remind them peacefully that they represent all of their constituents. They represent you. They represent everyone that spoke at that meeting. Now, they may pass it, or if they don't pass it, is a different thing altogether. If they don't pass, you organize rallies, spread the word, and bother them until they reconsider. Do all this peacefully, of course, but do it. That's all I got to say about it, guys. I mean, it's, it's, it's some legwork, but it's worth it in the end. Just look at Virginia now. We are well over the majority of our counties and localities have become sanctuaries. So just put in the effort, spread the word, have conversations, and get out there, guys. Fight for your freedom. Fight for your liberty. It's not going to fight for itself.